The Good Podcast is brought to you by The Good Meals, healthy, ethical and sustainable ready meals delivered straight to your door. No need to sacrifice your health or values when pushed for time or there's nothing in the fridge. Head to thegoodmeals.co, that's thegoodmeals.co and select from the growing number of delicious dishes and have them delivered straight to your door. Zero fuss. The Good Meals are free of nasties and preservatives, no bullshit, just the good stuff. This episode is brought to you by Holistic Performance Nutrition. If you're looking to further your nutrition study, start a new career, or just learn some cool shit, then HBN is the course for you. HBN offers a range of options for your nutrition study, from foundations of nutrition science, right through to full training courses to become a holistic and performance nutrition coach, or holistic and performance nutritionist. Also, short courses in ketogenic nutrition science, the business of health practice, and functional mycology, and much, much more. Head to holisticperformancenutrition.com and enter GOOD into the coupon code to receive 10% off your course fee. Today's guest is Australia's number one nicest fit guy, Todd Dobinskis, founder of Complete Strength and Performance Gym, Men's Health Fitness Director, and one of the blokes behind the community run club 440. I've long admired Toddy's hard work, integrity, and humility, which has got him where he deserves to be today. The fitness world is now his oyster. And after teaming up with Michelle Bridges for her new program, it seems the future is bright for Toddy. But it's his community and charity stuff that goes on day by day that gets him the most respect and admiration in my books. Welcome to the show, Todd. But now you reopened again, though, didn't you? The gym? No. Oh. Online, sorry, you. Oh. You encapsulate one night. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, no, they. Um, they haven't. Nothing's happened yet. Tomorrow they reopen. Bondi, I yeah. thought Coogee opened. Coogee did, and then they oh, shut it down. Yeah, because every fucker went there. And then they did, like, Little Bay. Everyone went to Little Bay. It's like, you know, what you can't have, you just want more of. Yeah, right. So they just, the dr- traffic just kept going to the same spot. So I'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow. Well, this weather probably helps. Though. Yeah. I'll still go in there. I'll still go in early and just in and out. Fine. Like I normally do. So I've been jumping off the boat ramp at, like, 5.30. Oh, really? Yeah. You know we're recording all this. And yeah, it's fine. No, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, a month ago I jumped off the boat ramp yeah, 5.30. Before, before the virus. Yeah. Yeah. You know we're rolling. So what do you do that every morning? Uh, oh, I try to. It's just, it's, it's good to throw yourself in the ocean every morning. Yeah, right. And if I can't do that, it's a cold shower. Well, my, my equivalent, <laughs> I, I made a pact with myself. I reckon I'm five weeks in now to go in the... Not the ocean, but the pool. The pool. Yeah. Every day. Every morning. Yep. Or plunge. Uh, yeah. Five yep. minutes. Yeah, good. Because um, I was in there last winter. It's nice okay. to be appreciated. It's nice. Thank you, man. Thanks, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap. And, and we're done. <laughs> yeah, we're just waiting for that appreciation. Yeah. Um, I went in there a couple that's of times. What I reckoned. This is a, sorry, guys. <laughs> Give me one sec. I'm just going to put this on like flat mode. Um. Yeah. A couple of times in winter and it gets brutally cold as you can imagine. Yeah. And then I got I got really sick about two months ago. And so as I started coming out of that, I was like, right. Flu, like flu sort nah, of stuff. shingles. Oh, seriously? Yeah. I've had that. Have you? It's not good. Where did you have it? Uh, all down my side, all down the left side. Yes. Um, uh, I was right side. Yeah. Uh, coming out of your back, like... Back, um, under my bum. Um, you have it on. I, I had it going into my groin and then onto my one of my. Oh really? Oh, I didn't get that far. Um, I had it for about a week. Yeah right. Stress mate. It was. Yeah same. Yeah, and then I br- I started to break out into. Um, actually, was showing someone the other day because we're talking about meditation, and I got you know Hitch, you know the movie Hitch where he eats the seafood and his lip gets really big. No. So anyway, there's this part in the movie, he eats seafood and he's allergic to shellfish or something. And he looks at the camera. Um, are we on? Are we good? Yeah. And I'll, he, I'll probably do this about that's fine. 80 times. And he looks at the mirror and his lip 
goes like this. So that's what happened to me. Oh, I, fuck, I remember that. Yeah, it was like two and a half years ago. Yeah. About, yeah, two. You're brave two enough to put it on the socials. Yeah, I was like, check this out. And I thought it was like nuts. I was eating, yeah, I was having like right. pumpkin soup and bread at the time. I'm like, what? I never get a reaction to that. I remember that. And I was thinking, what is going on? And it lasted for about four or five hours. Oh. And then I was like, oh, it went, okay, sweet. And then it came back the next couple of we, days. we got in touch around that. Around that time, you were asking me something about nutrition. Something about food, I think. And I was like, I'm eating something wrong. And I was then it, that went for about two weeks. And then I went and got tested all up my arms for the um, allergies. allergies. Yeah. So food allergies and um, environmental. Nothing came back. It was like dust mites, which is everyone's allergic to some form of dust mites. Yeah. Um, and I was just... And then... After that, I was stressing out even more because I'm like, okay, this the, it's just what's going on. I just wanted an answer. And then it went around my throat and I was driving to work one day and I was like, I've, I've got to go put myself into the hospital. Fuck. Went in, got an adrenaline... Restricting your breath. Restricting my breathing. Went in, got an adrenaline shot. Like, caused a massive commotion. I was like, oh, I don't... like Because I couldn't breathe. Right. Settled me down. They gave me these tablets that um, if it happens again, it just suppresses everything, kills right. everything. I don't know what they were, but... Um, I didn't know what to do and then mate of mine Noxie who does the 440 with me said mate have you thought about going to speak to Matt at Bondi Meditation right meditation teacher Vedic meditation and I went in and um, did the ceremony and got like versed up in my meditation for a week mate ever since nothing's happened oh really so, so after was, the throat the shingles not manifest at this point shingles were before that uh, shingles were first and then like six months later into this uh, and it was like for a good four weeks of just like really like all around my back and all underneath in my like feet all up my side there's some videos of me like doing some stuff for like um, the gym and I've got these little markings and it's just when I was going through that stage yeah right it's hectic yeah mine so, um, I tweaked my back in the surf but I've had a f- fucked back for for years. I mean, it's great now. Mm. Uh, for like seven years, I had a pretty dodgy back. Um, but it's been good for about three or four years now, maybe a bit longer. Anyway, I tweaked it, not enough to like cause any concern. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll probably be sore for a couple of hours or whatever. Didn't think twice about it. Over the next two days, it just got progressively worse. Third day, I couldn't couldn't walk I was speaking to my Cairo going I don't know what's going on but the symptoms don't match the trigger yeah um, he's like just just keep taking the Panadol keep moving as much as you can make sure you're not lying down make sure you're sort of walking all that sort of yeah. rudimentary stuff and at that stage you didn't really know what it was it was just well I, I just thought I've, I've you've really done something to your back yeah um, monumentally fucked my back again but just having that little tweak in the surf didn't kind of... There wasn't the correlation. Yeah. Um, but it got so bad that um, I, I couldn't walk. I, I couldn't pee. I couldn't fucking stand. I couldn't sit. There was no respite. And even when my back was at its worst, mm. there was always a position you could get in, typically laying, that I was sort of free of the pain. Yeah. But this was just... Anyway, from about Tuesday... To Saturday, my sister-in-law and my wife were just like, you need to go to hospital. I'm like, I'm not going to hospital. They'll just say, you've got a bad back. Go home, rest up, take your anti-inflammatory pain management. Yeah. I said, I'm not, it'll be a waste of time. The thought of getting up... And going... Going to the car... Was more, just, yeah. yeah. It was causing me fucking... <laughs> yeah, more stress. And, yeah. Anyway, I got to the Saturday. So like four days of just saying, no, I'm not going. Like a stubborn prick I, I can be. And... Um, yeah, walked into emergency, saw the doctor straight away. For half an hour, he's scratching his head. With, I'm scratching my head because we like he's not knowing. Doesn't make sense. You've yeah. got this much pain for a little tweak in the serve. Yeah. And so after about half an hour of that, I was like, oh, I've also got this rash, which I put down to an allergic reaction to the amount of painkillers I was having. Right. I doctor Googled that. Mm hmm. And I pulled my pants down and he went, Jesus Christ, that's like the worst case of shingles that I've ever seen. And that was it. I was in hospital for six days. Wow. But as terrible as that was, and it, it kind of 
then you knew that it was like... Well, A, I've got a diagnosis. So yeah. I'm like, okay, well, A, it's not the back, yeah. which is the most kind of yeah, yeah. thing to me. And, and B, um, yeah, it just allowed me to kind of um, be free of that. Mm. But it also, and, and I was in pain and, and unable to train and do all the things I love for about, for about six weeks. Yeah, wow. <laughs> uh, and I've still got it, I'm still numb. So, so it was only recent. So it was like oh, what? It was, about, it was about two months ago. Oh wow! So I'm all, all my, my one ball and it's all just, around my groin. It's all numb, mate. But no sort of residual pain. Yeah, though. yeah. Um, getting back to where where I started, it 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 sent me on this. Okay, what do I need to do for that to fucking never happen again? Mm. To your point around meditation. Mm-hmm managing stress a bit better than I have done. I realized that probably for a year I was so wound up about business and, and yep. pushing forward all the time, money yep. is a big worry. Like, And so not having a release, whether that's meditation or speaking to someone in the professional world, you know, the, the mental health space. Yeah. Um, sort of bottling up, being the the brave man, being the you know the holder of all that stress and worry. Yep. Um, and and now like I've got a I'm working on that. It's all a work in progress. But I've I I feel like I'm way better in a way better place than I was for probably about a year prior to the shingle sort of episode. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was the same. Like I used to be the same thing. Like I think that's why I held it all there, and like you said you want to be you're that go-to person who's trying to fix everyone else yeah like even when you're doing a PT or when you're speaking to someone and then you start to like take your own medicine in terms of your own advice you go hang on a sec I'm not alright like Mm. I need to work on myself a little bit more say no to a couple of different things that's what I used to do I used to say yes to everything yeah and then but I think there's probably a a time and a place for that yeah when you kind of you're on the because because from an outside looking in to your professional life, yeah, it looks like you worked your ass off. Probably it does actually look like you said yes to everything, mm. but and so the hard work and the um, uh, integrity it appears that has paid off because you're now at a place where you can probably afford to say no to a few things, right? Yeah, and. Um yeah, like, and, and I'm still continuously, like, there's always something where I'm like, all right, how, how else can I get, get better? How else can I, you know, like, even saying yes to, like, you. Like, yeah. we've known each other for so long um, through the traps and through different, yeah. you know, events and things like that and businesses. But stuff like this I love doing as well. But it's still energy out, time yeah, day. but at the same time, I think I said to you as I was driving up here, I felt a little bit weird because I was like, I feel like I needed to do something else because of the time we're in. Yeah, right. It's kind of not a, an ideal schedule, you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. used to going, all right, up, we're doing this, we're doing that. Yeah. And it's like very regimented. Whereas now I've created my the own version, my own version of that. Um, and it feels still feels a little bit surreal. Like I kind of think... Well, you feel uneasy that your day isn't bop, 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 bop. yeah in a way like it is like it's all planned out but it's um just because there's a bit of uncertainty about which I get excited about as well like a bit of uncertainty about the rest of the week like I've got this plan but this other thing might pop up and this might happen yeah. and that's kind of cool to me as well so have you been able to take a lot of your work online has it been an easy sort of segue yeah um so the back end of last year, I signed on with Michelle Bridges with 12WBT. Yeah, right. um, and there's about there's a program that's going to be a male-focused only program yeah, right. um, that I'm sort of headlining for her because she's more into... Um, she's done a brilliant job. She keeps doing it, you know, yeah, for phenomenal. 15, 20 years nearly yeah. in an online space. Yeah. Um, so the idea was to bring someone in to have the male focus now yeah. and go, this is a blokes only program as opposed to just women focused. So um, the back end of the year, I was doing all this filming and stuff, knowing that this was about to happen the same time now. But now that everything's kind of in isolation, everyone needs to, you know, worry about their fitness and things like that. It's all gone on to online naturally. Yeah, right. So that's been kind of cool. Um, and is it going well? 
Yeah, it hasn't. It's only we've just in beta beta stage at the moment. So uh-huh. we've um, well, it's ready to go, but we've tested it out into a small market, and then it goes out to public in four weeks through an app. Well, because I've got an online platform too, I'll, I'll just cut all this anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Yeah. yeah, you won't hear it. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gone. Um, yeah, so it's uh, that launches, but then the gym side of things, we had to pivot to go everything online anyway because yeah. they shut down all the gyms. Um, so we rented all our gear out to all our members and just changed oh, all the really? yeah changed yeah, all the cool. memberships around. Um, we said, "Cool, stop all the payments," and so then everyone were taking kettlebells and dumbbells and. Kettles. So we basically did a six-week program. Two two weeks of every program had like two weeks was like a dumbbell and a slam ball. Oh, that's so the other, the other two, the other two weeks was a skipping rope and a kettlebell, and the other two weeks was like a band and a plate. Yeah, right. And so every two weeks they'd come in and swap it over. How oh, good! So and it was kind of good because we got to connect through to them again, and we're still doing Zoom calls and stuff like that. But they've got a program there they can do whenever they want. Yeah, right. How long did that take you to kind of so together? my business partners and I um, sort of sat down about probably three weeks before it happened, and we're like, "Hey, if this happens, like, can we just?" What do you mean? Uh, well, the virus was around. The virus was you around. Didn't predict, like... We didn't predict that it was going to happen, <laughs> but we sort of said, "Hey, if it does, like, right. if stuff goes south, let's have a bit of a plan just yeah, in right. case." Um, it went south. Yeah, <laughs> the right. plan came up, and we're like. We're ready. Right. We're ready to go. So, yeah, right. so you're ahead of the head of the curve. Well, I think it was just having the hard conversation straight up to be like, well, if this happens, this is what we have to do. Yeah. Um, and we didn't know it was going to work. Like, we still don't know how how long it's going to be for. Um, but we were pretty lucky. We've got a pretty good relationship between us to go. Hey, we really need to. If does we need to like put staff down, stand staff down. It's got to just be us three maybe one other staff member have these hard conversations and then yeah we started to sort of rent gear out and yeah, here so, we are yeah that's so clever mm. and what happened to because um, you've got complete yep CS- CSP and then you started like a franchise thing coaching you? zone coaching yeah zone, we've yeah. still got it yeah. um, so the gym split in two levels so CSP's downstairs coaching zone's upstairs oh. Um, so coaching zones like a small group um, group training facility they're predominantly in Melbourne so we've got um, the only one up in Sydney um, through Belgravia Leisure so um, franchise really nice introduction into fitness Um, it's not so much an F45 it's not like a CrossFit it's like a a souped up vision essentially so you come in it's it's quite the the, the movements are functional yeah. um the training's not that intense but it's a layered approach to go right if someone wants to get back into fitness or start fitness yeah, right. come in and then we can go into coaching zone then into the csp program yeah gotcha if you want to do like crossfit or something like that yeah gotcha so you have a big community um approach complete don't you like you yeah like um groups of sort of um mentally impaired or physically impaired yeah so we've started um two nearly three years ago i started a charity with my mum um called let's get going so mum teacher aerobics instructor growing up always been around special needs um varied abilities so um she said oh one day hey can i bring in the kids that i used to teach because they're like young adults now so they're like late 30s, early 40s, and they're not doing anything for their fitness. Mm. And they'd see them around the area, and I'm like, yeah, cool, bring them in. Um, and we started that with three athletes. Um, fast forward to today, once a week they come in the gym, and there's about 15 um, athletes that come in from all different ages and sizes and shapes. Yeah, um, that's so good. And just give them something to do once a week. Yeah. And now... Um, mum started as well off the back of that is let's lend a hand so right. um she'll go and put these guys in work placement so if you know places want to have yeah. somebody there to help out and things yeah. like that they can go in there and do that too yeah, so, so yeah it's cool good on you mate yeah it's, it's fun and then tell me about the 440 yes 
Yeah, have you been yet? No. <laughs> you knew it was coming. You knew that question was coming. Oh, I'm waiting for the 8.40. The 8.40. <laughs> well, um, so the 4.40 uh, was started with my very good friend, um, Trent Knox. So he started that um, about four years ago mm. um, in Bronte, so up Calga Place. Um, and it was the bottom of the hill to the top. I mean, I know it. I have run it, but just not at that hour. Not at that hour yeah. yet. So... Um, he started loop, looping that run. He was training for the Canberra Half Marathon. Um, That's one of the flattest marathons in the world, right? Yeah. So doing this hill run, they were doing hill repeats. So they'd do like sprint up, walk back, sprint up, walk back. And at that stage, they just called it like, I'm just doing the, the, the Bronte Hill. Yeah. And he didn't really call it the 440 until after the Canberra Half Marathon, he came back and said, I'm just going to keep doing that session, but I'm going to loop it. So instead of sprinting it, I'm just going to jog it for... 10 laps and I think it was like 7k for his own personal his own personal um, relief essentially so um, and he'd start at 5am on Saturday because no one's down there mm. so then he started inviting funny, people funny that yeah no one's there <laughs> right he started inviting people and um, sorry um, I ended up going down about a year after that or no probably 6 months after that um, he invited me because I knew Trent through Lifecycle Fitness right um, and Noxie said, oh, because um, I was doing some work with body science at the time and I was doing some tastings and we met each other and anyway, saw each other around the traps, invited me down. At that stage, it was like 10 or 11 people on Saturday morning, 5am. I was like, what are you guys doing? This is madness. Yeah. Like, it's dark. These guys... These are people that have woken up fresh or gone through the night... <laughs> Not party, not party. They're working up. For, these were like good runners too. Like right. Noxie's a pretty good runner. I was coming off the back of touch footy and CrossFit, not running focused yeah. at all. Like, and still like the same shape I am now, but not conditioned into running by any means. Um, and so I'd start running and they'd just take off. And then I'd, I slowly got lapped by these guys and it was yeah. like bum taps. Come on, you're doing well. And I was like, what? Like, I don't understand. Like, and then... Yeah, normally you're the one doing that in CrossFit, right? Right. So um, then you start to get this thing like, hey, this is pretty cool. Like, there's all this encouragement and everyone's, you know, just after the best of you. And then about seven laps in, I'm running up the hill. The sun's coming up over Bronte. It's like one of the mornings where, you know... Yeah, pic- magic. Pic- picturesque. Um, finished the run, 10 laps, jumped into Bronte Pool had a coffee yeah. I was like and you're all done by six yeah so like there was something magical in it and I said oh, I really love this and it took me a while to get down there but then I started to invite all my other friends down um, you must have missed that text yeah yeah well mate I think I hit you up a few times <laughs> you were just like snooze button well that was the thing we used to DM everyone a, a photo like a funny photo like you know um just if you go through back to 440 Instagram, you look at the sort of the sort of a dialogue and, and images we'd throw out there. Right. We used to DM everyone, so you'd probably just be like, block, block, block. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Um, yeah, so that started to build into this thing of um, we Trent and I would just turn up for ourselves because I knew I was getting something out of it. But a lot of people started to see that hey, these guys are going to turn up regardless. I want to turn up as well. You know, and the menu doesn't change when you come down. It's always... So it's 10 laps. 10 laps, one lap, four laps. Oh, it's whatever. Whatever your version is. Right. Um, and is there a time? Is it like an hour? Starts at five, and then you go as long as you want to go. Oh, but okay. we usually wrap it up by like 45, 545. Right. Um, but what it started to do is um, a lot of people were coming down that never walked, run, gotten into fitness. Mm. People were just coming down walking. Because you've got to say it's free. Free, yeah, it's free. Um, and we just wanted to offer a, a we we're almost an energy source to create space for people to come down and, and have no judgment, you know. Yeah, no one's going to look at you and go, Are oh, you slow? or you yeah. know, or and then that sort of created this really nice, safe space. Of well, even the well, that, that too, but even um, the nature of the, the course, right? Yeah, so within 10 minutes, there's everyone's in the mixing pot and so yep. it's not that obvious who's leading or who's at the back either no because it's, it's a circular yeah you're running course, your own race like course, yeah. you're doing your own lot and the beauty about it is we say to everyone hey who's day one is it because now there's about 150 160 yeah, people down bananas. there 
Um, there's about 15 different run clubs all over the world that have the same philosophy. Uh. But at the start, we go, whose day one is it? And everyone puts their hand up like, yeah, I'm here the first. And then everyone sees those people and just encourages them. Yeah, right. So you start running and if so they're fast, good. slow, whatever, just give them a little tap or, hey, you're doing really well. Um, and Noxie and I tend to sit back and, and just watch it all unfold. Mm-hmm. We get there at about 4.30 and just have a coffee and you see everyone coming. You know the first time is because they're like, oh my God, what am I doing up this yeah. early and yeah. what's this all about? And, and is there like a pep talk before you get going or is it yeah. like once it's, the clock hits five, you're kind of off? Once the clock hits five, we're gone, but about five minutes too, we just bring everyone in and go, hey guys, welcome. Um, just turn up, be nice. Yeah. encourage everyone be careful it is dark um look after with, it with, with the darkness um are you worried with the bum taps that there could be some like there's been a couple of oh, cheeky bum taps oh really yeah <laughs> i've done it as well but i've been hit by someone i've not even known but because you're going up and you're like and then i've started just doing a little tap on the back now so yeah, right. so it's we don't get in trouble fucking crazy day and age yep um well we had to stop the run club five weeks ago now mm. so we pulled it because of just the obviously sheer numbers that we were getting um with does, all um, does the council have anything to say about that so we've already had meetings with the council um and we said look we're down as a community run group um no one pays for it so there's no obligation for yeah anything like that um and it's you know it's doing something good for the community as well so but they are, are they okay with it yeah, yeah yeah they're fine with it and I think every different council is different um, but we do there's people that come on and sign waivers and things like that right. um, but there's a duty of care with everyone being there anyway so yeah. um, we make sure that we look out for, for everyone yeah right and then yeah. you started it in other spots is that right yeah so a lot of people were coming to, to Bronte and then going and going hey I want to take it back to my hometown or I want to take it back to here can I start one we're like cool let's start one up I think it went Byron Bay Melbourne another one in Melbourne then it went Brisbane, Gold Coast, Perth, Adelaide. Um, there's so one. Do you kind of? I mean, there's probably no IP to have anyway. But like, do you have some sort of ownership? Yeah. So or we've connection still to those places. Yeah, we've got like um, the brand itself. The 440 right. is a brand, and then right. there's guidelines around that. And we, if you want to be a part of it, you go through a. Um, we've got our run bosses. We call them run bosses. Right. the guys that headed up right. um, as part of the family and they're I guess contracted to us in a certain way like if you want to do your own Instagram this is what you got to follow right. um, but, but it's it's more about an attitude right it's, totally it's about turning up for yourself so if you wanted to start one in um, Wild Beach which I know you're going to which is great <laughs> there's a great hill there yeah, yeah there is right yeah. on the street just around Jonas yeah the, um, the 940 has the nice nine, to it. and but, but this is the thing right it doesn't have to be 5am it can be based on when the first coffee shop opens uh, and it's based on where you like whatever works in your area is what works yeah right um, and we always try and say to people hey turn up and, and just turn up for yourself then other people will come out of curiosity like because I've, I've run boot camps in the past and I've noticed that are over a certain amount of people and it was probably about six or seven there was a almost a need for me to kind of not a need for me but a, the option for me to step back because yep. there becomes this innate organic competition yep so does that exist for the 440 given that it's a community just turn up for yourself you know encourage others I'd imagine if there's 150 people of which particularly let's say half are guys yeah. Is there then this, you know, competitive edge to it? Um, everyone's got their own run. Everyone, right. there's no, we don't ask anyone to do 10 laps, but we get guys that come down that are really fast. Right. Or we get guys that come down that have never run it before. Right. So the really fast guys go, yeah, I want to do my 10 today. Um, and I want to try and break the record, for example. But you get the other guys to be like, hey, I want to encourage this person. There's... There's probably competition with themselves, but those guys kind of go out to the side if they if just they, come down for the competition. A, yeah. um, and it might be like, "Hey, Scotty, we're gonna we're gonna compete. Let's have a crack today." And it could be something like that, which is 
friendly, mm. but we don't ever push the, oh, hey, you've got to be the best and mm. you've got to be this, got to be that. We don't pe- te- teach people how to run. We just, it's a it's an energy source. So we just yeah. go, hey, you guys can come down. Your version is your version. Yeah. Go for gold. That's so good. Do you think? Yeah. Um, and the funny thing is, if Trent and I didn't turn up next week, but it was still on, people would start it and run oh, it. yeah. And they keep going at five. Yeah. Um, that's the beauty about everyone coming down and being a part of it. When you come down, you're automatically a run boss. Yeah, right. You can come down and just start running it. Yeah. So, um, you know, the two things we ask, turn up on time and be nice. It's not much to ask, is it? No. <laughs> Sometimes that's hard for some people, though. Do you ever struggle to get up at that time? I mean, I'm sure all your workouts are pretty early anyway, aren't they? Like, yeah, yeah. It's funny. The last, like, three or four weeks, I haven't really got gotten up at four every single morning um whereas when that was on i'd always look forward to the 440 it was like i got excited on the saturday because there's you're an event there's an, it's an event every week yeah and there's a hundred plus people down there that wanted to say they're on the same wavelength yeah. as you you know what yeah. i mean um so yeah i don't i haven't struggled that much i have enjoyed a sleep in the last few weeks though yeah but in saying you're that, always sort of energized and ready for the day like are you other days you go like are you kind of one of yeah. those guys that listens to your body when it's telling you that it needs to kind of yeah yeah there's yeah. days where I go hey I've got to sleep in or I'm going to get up early it's funny you say that because like when you sleep in too much you actually don't I don't feel like I get recharged mm. I feel like I need to get up and create my energy in terms of going jump in a plunge pool or go and put myself under a cold shower and eat and then I can feel like I'm mm. back on the course a bit mm. um, mind you I do like a little afternoon siesta like for an hour or 20 minutes or 30 minutes hour and 20 minutes oh like just half oh. an hour or an hour or something like that um, is that alright <laughs> <laughs> do you want more <laughs> but that that to me tops me up yeah right and then well, sure it does mate yeah um, but um Meditation's been helping a lot. Like in that state, even if I'm really tired, I have to get up. I know if I go in and put myself in that state, no matter what I'm like, if I'm tired or if I'm energized or whatever, I just find that it's it's just keeping me on on track. And so, on how course. often are you meditating? Uh, twice a day. Twice a day. Yeah, yeah twenty right. minutes. So I've studied, um, done Vedic meditation. Right. So I got a mantra and just yep. sit down and away I go. You allowed to share your mantra? No, <laughs> loses its power. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you have to buy those, eh? Hey, you have to buy them, but you you pay for the course, yeah, yeah. So it's a week, so you go in for a ceremony, um, um, you go through and get taught essentially how to meditate, and then you get your mantra straight away. Mm. Um, sorry, what was yours again? I can't tell you, (laughs) (laughs) it's like Fight Club, you don't talk about Fight Club, um, uh, yeah, and then, um, it's three, four days in the week. And then you usually do it in a group setting. So there'll be like five or six other people and you can share how you're feeling and all that sort of right. stuff. And then by the end of the week, you're off and away you go. And you, do you feel that that's been pivotal in managing your stress? And Totally. Yeah, right. Yeah, because for me, it enables me to sit in the feeling, whatever feeling I'm going through, and just really understand it. And if it's, a, if it's happiness, if it's sadness, whatever simmering in it and just going right why is this happening okay this is coming up and then it leaves Mm. so I go in it sit in it and just I don't get kind of triggered by things that would normally probably trigger me in the past Mm. where I just go cool I can't really control that accept it acknowledge that it will pass because all feelings you know come go yep it's when we sort of we have those sort of negative ones that the stress, the anger, the anxiety that yep. we can sort of allow it to envelop us, I guess. And and it's not like I don't get stressed or yeah, anxious. It's not like you're bulletproof. No, I still get that, but it just doesn't sit with me as much as what it would in the past. Yeah, I probably get triggered a little bit more, or because I haven't addressed it, you push it to the side and you go and go for a run or something, mm-hmm. which is definitely a form of meditation. But mm-hmm. I need to sit and understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've come out of meditations crying. I've come out of things like really happy. I've come out energized. Um, what makes you anxious these days? 
Probably doing this podcast, right? Yeah, right now, like I'm. Really <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't know. Not. I'm pro. I don't get that anxious anymore. You don't compete um, or anything, do you? No, well, yeah, we've, we've been doing a lot of events. We've been training for Red Bull Defiance. Oh. Um, we, were, we were about to go to LA and do um, the speed project. Oh, right. So running from LA to Las Vegas. Um, Is that 10Ks or something? 550Ks in a team of eight um, in a relay format. Right. So that got pushed back. That was supposed to be March. Then it got pushed back to October, which I'm pretty sure it'll get pushed back to March next year. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Then there was another race. We were supposed to do the New York Marathon in November and we're supposed to do the Red Bull Defiance, which is 150 Ks of racing in Cairns across two days. So it wasn't that on? Didn't they do one in Cairns? Or? Yeah, it, it was last year we did that, yeah. but I don't know where it's sitting at the moment. Um, your Instagram, what was it, Reedy's? Reedy was there. Yeah, yeah Reedy and Quinn. But maybe it was yours. Were you saying it was the hardest thing you've ever done or something? Hardest thing. Hardest yeah. Thing. There's a video of me, um, which I'll probably share soon. Um, <laughs> it's I, like all cards on the table went through, I went through um, divorce probably um, officially like 18 months ago that yeah. I like separated and everything. And part of my stress and anxiety and everything was like dealing with that sort of stuff. Um, but enabling me to get through it, I didn't address it until I was on my own in the middle of the jungle on day one of this race running for 23 kilometers. It took me three and a half hours with no headphones, no music, just me and Trent. Sorry, Trent and I, um, in the middle of the jungle with no one else. And it was like hard in terms of going up hills, down hills, you're running through sludge, you're, and then we had a 53k bike which took us four and a half hours. Before that, we'd done a raft. So the whole day was like nine hours of racing. Right. And I got to the end of the day one and I'm, there's a... Day one of how many? Uh, day, day one of two. Right. So there's nine hours of racing and the lady from um, Karina, this lovely, lovely girl from Red Bull, was doing all the media and I had a camera on me like this and she's got the camera here like this and they were just like, how do you feel? And that was... And it just all went, like it all came out because I was like, oh, I said something like, um, I was like, oh, there's so many rocks on the track. I don't think you guys really understood how hard it was. And they're all there going, yeah, we did. Like we put it there on purpose. And I just started to then sit back and understand that because I was like in, I was hearing voices. I was like, oh, I've really? never done Is this through the night or something? No, through the day. Right. But it's just like, I probably didn't, my nutrition probably wasn't on point. Right. First time I'd done it. Right. Um, and you just go through all different emotions because you're like on your own running in pretty hard conditions for nine hours. Yeah. Um, and I got back and I just broke down in front of everyone. Yeah, right. I was like, there's just a heap of things that went through my mind because what was going through my head was like, you're a failure you're divorced you had to move back to your parents place for a couple of months yeah you're finan- you're not financially sound yeah all these other things that start to come up yeah and you go well, what am I doing yeah like what like you're in the middle of the jungle your business partners are running your business yeah and then you're out here doing this like why and you start to question all these things yeah um so, so that all so do you think that that environment being under physical duress in the jungle heat was just the tipping point to open up that sort of emotional can of worms for you that you'd probably be sort of combating and pushing away for yeah months well i was meditating through it all which was a certain point but it's only until you get under a certain point where you're like oh i can stop right now and sit on the side and that's it but i was like no i can't stop because all these other things were in the back of my mind um and I left it all out on the track. It was kind of in a way like therapeutic. Yeah. yeah. So it was all out there. I knew that that race was that. And I got over that after that. Yeah, so, but yeah, I'll, I'll send you the video. <laughs> I'll send you the video. It's pretty intense. I think I'd prefer to see the, 
the interviewer's face, to be honest. Oh, like, yeah, Karina. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, but they, but this is the thing. Like, they got so many different emotions out of different people mm. throughout that whole day. But um, it's cool. It's, it's cool to go through something like that. Well, I've, I've been through something similar. I had a 10-year marriage and a divorce. And it took me... I mean, when I first came out of the, the relationship, I did everything... I could to kind of negate or mitigate or yep. avoid dealing with what I was actually going through. You know, yep. I've got a girlfriend six months after, which I knew when I was entering that relationship. I was like, this isn't the time to be doing this, Scott. But it was just a distraction. And, yep. um, and it probably took... And, and so while you're sort of forging a new relationship, you're still on one side managing the sadness and navigating, you know, being a single parent. Yeah. It took me years to kind of manage all that. Yeah, I bet. And there's still kind of shadows from that, you know, 10 years later. Mm. Um, you know, still come up in therapy and stuff, you know. Yeah. So, you know, you've probably got a few more years of it yet, mate. Yeah, well, <laughs> but as I said to you before, like before we started um, recording, like it's... It's just a, it's, it's something I've got to constantly work on no matter what. Like mm. there's just stuff that is always going to come up. Mm. Like we're not bulletproof. But yeah, but they're all learnings as well. You totally. Know? Yeah. Even stuff like this, like today, like it's good just to sit down and talk about stuff as well. Cause it's always, a, and it's always go, go, go. There's mm. always one thing. And like you said, you've got to be this person on the front, but I'm, I've been so vulnerable the last two years, the most vulnerable I think I've ever been in my life. Right. Which is like and I'm so happy with it yeah um and it's yeah it's there's a lot of, like I'm always continuously looking for different things to to yeah. learn and um you know be adaptive and all that sort of stuff yeah um I remember doing a race that Red Bull reminded me of a race or your 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 sort of headspace reminded me of when I did a um it was run by the Wilderness Society they called it um running race or a well it was 100 k- kilometers through oh. the blue mountains so it was oh yeah undulating, as you yeah yeah um, <laughs> and i was in a team of four and we ended up in a team of two uh, no sorry you, you couldn't you couldn't cross the line with any less than three so you could lose one so they people dropped out they yeah. dropped out so we we <laughs> i'm not going to name his name but <laughs> He got about halfway. He was a late ring-in, so he wasn't prepared anyway. Right. Um, he got... We said, we just need you to start and get us to the first checkpoint, which was like 33Ks or something. And then you sweep. And then you can, you know, yeah. go home, put your feet up. He got to the first checkpoint, he's like, God, I feel fucking amazing. I'm going to go the whole way. Anyway, between the first checkpoint and the second checkpoint, his wheels completely fell off. Fell off, Just yeah. sat down in the middle of the track. Yeah. Can't do any more started crying yeah we had to sort of pep him up we put him at the front not the back so he was now the leader mm. we're only going as fast as he can go body his body broke down or was mental uh, you think more mental I think right uh, the second checkpoint was at the top of um, the golden staircase which is like going from the <laughs> valley to like <laughs> wow um, that's huge so anyway he got us to checkpoint two everyone had a feed we left there it was getting towards like midnight or something yep full moon I remember walking along an escarpment narrow neck ridge just like this is fucking amazing yeah. how often do you get to walk in yep. Heritage National Park at that time full moon amazing yeah and then about two minutes after that my ankle started oh. I was like oh that doesn't feel so I started my mechanics changed yep and it, it left my ankle and went into my knee. Yeah. And then for the back end of the race, I just hated life. Because mm. I was... You, were, you, PT. Cha- you had to change. Well, I was a PT then, so my, my physical being was my, my bread and butter. Mm. I couldn't, you know, work from home or anything like that. So every step I was going, fuck, it's my career. I'm going to be able to work. Just in a horrible... And then all through the night, sleep, sleep deprived. I actually like realized a lot about myself that I wasn't this kind of 
strong gung-ho kind of character like when yep. the push came to the shelf I was you know I finished it mm. um, but it was actually the the girl there was three guys and a girl Gabby she um, she blitzed it she walked over the line just fresh as a daisy mm. it was me hobbling and fucking moaning and groaning and a guy the other guy just his whole feet were, were just on. one big blister yeah whole souls were just blisters it was fucking horrific funny yeah. you say that though because um we sat down with hella turland um trent and i sat down with her um about 18 months ago before we did um red bull defiance um and she's a commonwealth games gold medalist won the cedar surf a few times runs um depot um in north bondi Oh, yeah, yeah, the cafe yeah, yeah. Um, and she was telling us in this chat she had she's got this brilliant um, story she tells about you know when she was training for com games like it down in um, barrel like locking up her in, in her kitchen like putting on all the um, oven the barbecue and everything and running on a treadmill to climatize for um, right. racing overseas <laughs> like shit like that um, but she would write positive affirmations on her water bottles and any any time things were getting tough, she'd always go, "You've done the work. Mm. This is good for me. Right. Keep going, keep moving, and just stay positive." So, always say those things. And what we started to do in that sea to surf before we ran, um, before we did defiance, we, we tested it out, and I PB'd my sea to surf time. Yeah, right. By like fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah, right. Which for That's me hard. was like unheard of yeah and I was like oh this is act-. and I didn't have any tech on me Noxie was sort of um, pacing me but we took it into Red Bull so every time things were getting tough we'd start chanting this is um, good for me this yeah, and right. just start saying that sort of stuff and we were in this like meditative like yeah. zone of just yeah. keep going so it's like maybe on a I'm not saying everyone's different but for us like it works if we just start saying we're you know we're good We've, yeah. we've done we've done all this training yeah just keep moving just keep moving and then as soon as you start to go oh my back oh my this and that because yeah. I've done that in a marathon I've gone nah I'm starting to hurt here things aren't going as well as I want to go you start to go in a spiral you start to go down yeah. but when you start picking it back up again and going nah I'm alright I'm good yeah. like you're going to get through it you're yeah. going to get, get and then how, how was day two yeah it was hard <laughs> day two was a sprint so day two was um, a 20k bike a 17k paddle um, and a sprint a 9k run and a 5k paddle 7k run so we were there was at one stage we were in the boat and we were paddling and we started just crying we're like because we were hurting that much oh, really? and we were trying to tell each other that we're doing well and we just like what's going on and really? we almost like just dropped our bundle really um, but you're both crying oh just cause like we'd been through a lot Noxie'd been through a lot I'd been through a lot it was all yeah, coming right. out like you could just feel it all just escaping the body yeah right it's just a weird way to sort of look at it yeah. so but yeah positive affirmations that's kind of what I've started to do in a lot of my training as well yeah right yeah so and so what's next for is there anything else to, for you guys to do uh, well, right for now, you, for you and Noxie, like, is there anything else for? We really we so the plan's still in place. I think twenty twenty is just on hold for any yeah. event now. I think it all just rolls into twenty twenty one. So we will do LA to Vegas speed project. Um, we'll do Defiance. Um, we really wanted to do the New York Marathon because we actually set up for a charity. Um, wellness in schools yeah, right. so we raised money so for wellness in schools in New York three grand each and we wanted to go over there and run 440s in some of the schools so mm-hmm. we've been invited to do it but obviously not now we're mm-hmm. going to wait until probably there's so much potential with that yeah schools community yeah, yeah. and we're doing that at the moment yeah, so right. that's kind of happening here what's really good now is everything's online we've got guys doing running their block and doing posting that they're doing the 440 we've got guys at csp doing workouts and bringing their families in yeah um the stuff with mish that's all happening so if anyone around the country wants to um look further into that is there a website yeah yeah um www.440runclub.com um or go to socials on the underscore 440 on instagram 
um, as well as Facebook, or just like find us. And, and is it does it have to be a Saturday? No. No. Oh, if you want to run one, we traditionally run them on the Saturday, but right now, because everyone's running at different Actually, days. In this, in this moment right here, I feel very inspired to do one at Whale Beach. Do one. You could start, like, and walk it. Start walking it. Get some of the guys involved and go, hey, guys, like... I'm actually not that old. I, I know, I know, but, you know, <laughs> Andy might, you yeah. know, walk with you or something. But if you did, like, you picked a, a track, and look, it doesn't have well, to from, be... From the beach to, like, the top here, it'd be a solid hill. That's oh, solid, to... mate. That's that's probably the most aggressive gradient, I think, in the world <laughs> for the 440s, because <laughs> I've done that hill driving. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Mazda doesn't get up the hill as yeah, hard as you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you could totally do it, and... The beauty about it is you do it once, then you go down and get a coffee and tell everyone about it at the coffee shop. And they're like, oh, I can probably do that. I can probably do that. You can do it, mate, do it at like whatever time you want. Yeah, right. Do it at 8.40. You've got the only 8.40 in the world. (laughs) Um, But the beauty about it is you do it and then you just post about it and just start encouraging. You might inspire someone else that's been thinking about Mm -hmm. getting out and moving. Mm -hmm. They're sick of doing home workouts and things like that. They want to... How would I start it though? You just would I be would I be talking about it in the coffee shop after to the barista or like do I set up an Instagram page or we've got Instagram pages for each location right. um, just DM us we can set you up um, but how would how would that infiltrate my community well it, it, you just start doing it and then start talking about it and right. telling but the, the main thing is if you want to do it for yourself that's the main thing right because then you're turning up every week to do it um, and usually if you get a few other people involved, yeah. it works really well because... And is everyone in T's, like 440 T's? Like uh, yeah, there's, you can the buy them on the, on the website, so yeah. there'll be merch. So it's... Um, you don't have to be, though. It's a free thing, but the T-shirts are like 150 bucks, right? Yeah, of course. No, <laughs> no I think they're, um, we've started to do like a $44 T-shirt, and a portion of that will go to um, a mental health charity. Yeah, right. Depends on where you're located. Um, and then we'll eventually have like a membership where you can unlock. Um, we've done some partnerships with some other brands and things like that. So, yeah, we'll that. yeah it's cool. And what's next for Toddy? Um, man, at the moment, this online program is about to launch, yeah. which the is Michelle exciting. One. Yep. Yeah. So um, just the male only one. Um, men's health still ticking over, so I'm still fitness director there. Mm. Um, so I'm working with Scotty Hendo. Um, and the team there, that's that's fun. He's done well too, isn't he? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's doing really well. Um, Both of you, to me, are in the same, similar bucket in terms of like dedication, integrity, nice to others, hardworking, conscientious, and you just, and it's all paid off. Like thanks, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and likewise with you. Like it's, um, I think we're in a position, not just health and fitness, but just in who we are, in like people in Sydney. Yeah. You just got to treat each other with respect. Yeah, and totally. Because you know. if you don't, you soon know about it. Do you know what I mean? Totally. It's such a tiny city. Yeah, yeah, and that's part of the the big reason about the 440, which is really cool. That we try and pump everyone up, like you know, with your meals, with anyone that wants to be. A, we we want to encourage new businesses or encourage other run clubs that mm. are coming in or other gyms, because it's there's room for everyone. Mm. Mm. <laughs> there is. There's room for everyone. Yeah. So well, I'm gonna start one. Good. Yeah. Good. It's on camera. It's going to start one. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. All right, Toddy, I'm not Thanks, sure where the week is. Oh, we'll, we'll just go like that. Good on you, mate. Thanks for your time. Thanks, mate.